0: This is the 911 Calls Podcast with the operator
1: and his trusty junior assistant, Mr. Luma. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Four six four. Okay, repeat the address
2: one more time to make sure I have it right. No, no, please, no, no. Hello. Hey Luna, what's um, what's like a sinful treat that you allow yourself to to have? <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Wait, let me preface. Let me rewind. What's a legal? sinful treat okay that you allow yourself to have
0: I can eat I'll, I let myself eat whatever I want up I'm not a child
2: wow well yeah you're an empowered woman then <laughs> you're just like you know out there living life to the to the fullest I see hashtag Jack that travels well
0: what do you do like you only you do you you, you won't buy yourself cheesecake and stuff or you
2: no what I do is I allow myself to have a a confectionery treat or confectionery award once a week. Mm-hmm. And I have found this crazy great company called Cookie Friday. Guess what day? The only day that they make and deliver cookies. Guess what day? Uh, Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Cookie Friday.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen. This, so this is an ad?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's an ad for cookiefriday.com. Oh,
0: I didn't even know that we had. I didn't know we had an ad. I didn't know anything about this. One.
2: What I I love co- I love cookies. I love cookie friday and I, Janine's really awesome. The owner of the company cool.
0: How much how much well, just off just pause it for a second. How much how much are they going to pay us?
2: Oh, just a uh, free free cookie? Free cookies? What? Yeah, to me, I mean, they're based in Vegas, so they don't. I don't think they ship to Canada, so just free cookies for me.
0: So you're just doing, you're just talking about somebody's cookie company for no reason at the start here. Yes. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, just doing a solid. <laughs> well, what is that wrong? You think that's a bad idea? Well. <sighs>
0: it's just like you're pretty new at this obviously if you're just talking about people's companies and not getting paid for it or unless you're getting paid And but but we split the that's like us having a house that we own together and you just like renting out rooms and I come and walk into one one day and it's like right, I'm living here the op let me in
2: okay so like so in a way like on um, dark topic like when you talk about like murder coffee co or like iron <sighs> iron bean yes, okay. coffee company
0: what are you doing are you did you talk to them too
2: are you doing two two free ads? Are you why are you just name dropping companies? No, of course not. I didn't talk to ironbeancoffeecompany.com. This is so weird. Where you order and then they roast and then ship it to you. I'm not talking no. I, no, no, this is all about Cookie Friday just cuz I think Janine's awesome and uh, I just mentioned ironbeancoffee.com because you mentioned them. That's all.
0: Oh, we could talk about it later if you want. But I mean I mean I don't want it.
2: This is Yeah. I just have to I'm you're like you said I'm new to the rules. I don't know who's renting out which rooms yet and uh, which ones are mine to rent out whether I can turn the, you know, attic into a brothel.
0: No, but you just get a, you get an advertiser and they pay you for talking about them. You don't just talk about your next door neighbor's lemonade stand.
2: So so you ordered from Iron Bean Coffee Company or murder coffee co you ordered, they roasted it after you ordered, and they gave you the freshest experience possible and some cash. It's like they're giving you cash. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Cookiefriday.com and ironbeancoffee.com for more information. You're reading script. What? I didn't say that. All right. What? Can we just move on? Anyway, hey, guess what? What? I got a call. Doing doing one thing, right? You know what we need to do is we need to get 911 dispatchers to pay us to not talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be millionaires. Yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Bribe us not to talk about their call. Some of them have been pretty rough.
2: You did mention the other day, just thanking nine Moon operators that uh, that do like the show, and we got you know we realize there's a lot of heroes out there, frontline people that just do amazing job, and and uh, we also really you know I think it's cool that people know that this is entertainment, right? So it's it's just a great great that everybody seems to be liking what we're doing.
0: Well, yeah. So uh, not everybody, but. Uh, quite a few people yeah seem to be liking it and i'm enjoying it too uh we're not professionals i think we talked about this already though
2: you're right it's not everybody's cup of coffee or or favorite cookie but uh hey you know what if you don't like this there's always dark calls and if you don't like dark calls then then uh
0: <laughs> oh my god you can't even pitch patreon you were trying to you were trying to pitch patreon there this is really bad Dom we should just restart do you want to just say hey do you want me to press play or whatever you say and we could just start
2: yeah I will say that hey by the way one more thing really quick you didn't know this but I added another tier to Patreon oh my god okay how much is our five dollar tier the greatest five dollar tier five bucks right five bucks yeah I added another one guess how much I don't know ten bucks just tell
0: me stop asking the questions Stuff set me up. Hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, there's a. I, I added one because if you want us to advertise for you, pay us three hundred dollars and we'll talk or maybe we'll argue like maybe like we're doing now about uh, whatever we want. You know whatever you want us to talk about. So
0: okay, three hundred bucks for us to talk about their company and argue about it. Okay, well that's actually a good idea. So yeah.
2: So, I do have a call. Um, I'm not going to set this one up, though. Uh, I'm just going to, let's jump right into it. So, you ready for me to uh, to hit play?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, yes. I...
2: All right. Here we go. CookieFriday.com for all of your cookie needs. 911, what's the address of the emergency? 11. 464.
1: I need you to say the address. I can't understand you. Eleven Four Six Four 464 hotspring Okay, repeat the address one more time to make sure I have it right. No! 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 Hello?
2: And so the call begins. Oof. Man.
0: These are some rough ones you're digging up. up. Yeah. So we heard a murder? So we just heard somebody, uh, uh, that woman, that woman was just murdered right there?
2: Well, this call took place on Tuesday, December 18th in 2012 in Longmont, Colorado, which is just outside of Denver. Mm -hmm. And the voice you heard was a woman named Beatriz Sintora Silva. And she called 911 after her ex-boyfriend showed up at 4 a.m. She had left her boyfriend previously after a Thanksgiving that ended in a physical fight between her and and him uh, she'd moved in with her sister and her brother-in-law to provide safety and separation between her and her ex you can hear her on the call right there at the end saying no no please no no mm-hmm. before you hear a gunshot ring out on the call
0: it felt like I heard a gunshot at the start of the call too when she was trying to be quiet but I'm not sure Was a-
2: you are correct actually yeah you are correct there were several shots in this incident actually 16 to be to be precise 16
0: okay man yeah this this hits close to home for me this kind of stuff you know i won't get too far into it i think a, a lot of people can relate to it like even with breakups sometimes you got a crazy guy a crazy girl there's a lot of, a lot of us are crazy people yeah
2: and you worried me there for a second crazy guy yeah you, you got something you want to talk um, about what do you mean you, you started that by saying sometimes you've got a crazy guy. <laughs> like,
0: like, uh. Like I'm into men and you got a problem with that? Uh. Yeah, like you're coming
2: out on the show.
0: Oh, okay. I got you. All right. You could think you know somebody and it runs its course and they start to try to take control over you, uh, start to put you down, start to call you stupid, all these things that that are tactics used to, to try to keep control over you. And you break loose from that. And all of a sudden, you find yourself feeling like you are being hunted or stalked, even if they're not doing it. I know, I know of people. Um, I've I've seen it myself firsthand, where it's like you know, you'll hear a noise in the night, you are like, "Oh my god, is that him?" Or phone calls, threatening phone call, where they just breathe on the phone and all that. It's a scary world out there for a lot of people, especially women who have broken up with guys who have some screws loose. It's the worst.
2: I'd agree. I think it, you add to that also the dynamic of. When you meet someone and you you're developing a relationship, you, you know, there are certain natural tendencies to like introduce them to family and introduce them to the ex the other dynamics in your life, whether that be children or family members or close friends or whatever. And every dynamic that you introduce that person to, you, when you discover that that person is an abuser. Each one of those dynamics becomes a uh, situation of potential exposure or risk or liability. You, mm-hmm. you as the abused start worrying about your children, about your family, the risk that you could be putting other people in harm's way by involving them in p- trying to protect you. And yeah. family's natural response is to want to you know, hover around you to protect you. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people know, They feel that when they're in one of those abusive situations that this person that wants to just control them completely, they'll break through any protection to get to you.
0: Yeah, and that's what's happened in this case to Beatrice, 25 years old, recently broke up with her boyfriend, and she's staying at her sister and her brother-in-law's house to be safe, and he has come into the house and
2: shot everybody by the sounds of things. That's what you're telling me? Yes, so far we've heard a gunshot. So I do have more. Please. You ready for me to uh, hit play? Yeah. All right, here we go. Right after a quick commercial break, we got to pay the bills. Do you feel alone in the world right now? Well, maybe it's something you did. If you're like me, you pretend like you're rich and find yourself saying things like, Oh my gosh, Jericho. You look amazing in silicone suede jumpers. No, it's my treat, I insist. Or you catch yourself constantly exclaiming, The next round is on me! Every time you're at the root beer bar. But operator, you might be saying, You can't be rich. You do podcasts. To which I would say, yes, that is correct. And yes, maybe I have an unhealthy obsession with using my credit cards to try and buy the affection of those around me. Well... I'm here to tell you no more. I found a way to beat the bottom of the bank barrel blues. If you're like me and other faux rich people, you're looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So, if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't even need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Even mildly acceptable podcasters with volunteer homicide detective degrees stand a chance, I can tell you from personal experience. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next day. So, rid yourself of those payments you're making on that regrettable silicone and rhinestone debt skin suit you put on without thinking. And take control of your rupee or tab at the local addiction depot. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash crime machine. Remember that show? To find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash crime machine. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applications will qualify for the full amount. Hugs. All right, here we go.
1: No, 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 no. Hello? Hello? Okay, this Hello? is 911. What's going on? I just shot everybody right now. You just shot everybody? Yeah. Okay, what is your name? Yeah, Pablo Sanchez? Yeah. Okay. How many people did you shoot? Uh, Three. You shot? Who people? Who who did you shoot? My ex-girlfriend, because she was shooting on me with Roy. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm, going to shoot myself right now. Pablo, I need you to stay on the phone with me, okay? Just wait until we get there. Pablo? Yeah. Okay. Just stay with me, okay? Don't shoot yourself. Okay. Okay. Tell me exactly what happened. Um, like six months ago, I called my girlfriend cheating on me. Uh-huh. And, uh, I told her to stop talking to her. Okay. And she did not do it, He pressed charges on me kidnapping. I'm not on bond anymore. But, uh, okay. I want to doing so. She pressed charges on you for kidnapping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for my girlfriend, she so. was, Okay. Didn't know what you were doing. Okay, who else was there? Uh what do you mean? Who else was there with with you tonight? Oh uh, these uh, are two people. Do you know who they were? Oh, uh, her sister and her and her uh, husband. Okay. 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 How did you get there? Uh driving. You drove you drove yeah. there? Yes. Okay. Are you there by yourself? Yes. Okay. Okay, what room are you in right now? Pablo? Pablo? Hello? I think he just shot himself.
2: So after the gunshots rang out on the call, Beatrix's boyfriend, Daniel Sanchez, picks up the phone. The 911 operator thinks he says Carlos, but his name's actually Daniel. And if you listen close, you can hear that he does say Daniel. But you know it's kind of neither here nor there. Mm. But the the her muscle memory kicked in, that dispatcher was dialed in. He, like, think about that. Like, those, those gunshots go off. She doesn't know what's going on. She spends a moment trying to get the attention of someone on the phone. And then her fingers are just flying. Yeah. She's, she is doing, she is setting things up. You remember the episode about Travis, the chimpanzee, and you hear the dispatcher say,
0: yeah, he ripped her face off. She did the same.
2: And then, and then everything. Yeah. Yeah. That dispatcher was the same where it was like the training kicked in. The situation is horrible. She's now talking to Daniel. Daniel says, I just shot everybody. And you hear her say, okay. And then it's just like yeah. clockwork. She's she she knows exactly what to ask. She does it in the right manner. She's not she's now talking to a murderer, yet she's not demeaning him. She's not letting her emotional disdain for this individual get in the way. I mean, I was very i agree,
0: I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you that she she uh, she kicked in right when she should have, and she actually grabbed his attention and got his mind off for a moment off of killing himself. Yes, but as she continued typing and as maybe the the, the adrenaline really took over, like she lost him which is not her fault. But if she wanted to continue to distract him from killing herself, she would have had to continue asking really compelling questions to him, not just regular questions. That's not her fault. I'm not saying it is, but you could tell you felt the moment. Yeah, engage him. Where he kind of lost interest and realized he was like, okay. And you you even hear him start to breathe heavier there. Like You hear him lead up to the... You don't actually hear the shot, though. I'm, I'm not even sure if
2: I heard the gunshot. Phones do an interesting thing. The, the, a gunshot is so loud. It literally is deafening and so most phones have what's what's called a compressor or a limiter built into the speaker Mm -hmm. on the phone so a very loud sound actually sounds like suddenly there's a void of all noise on the call so that's really what you hear is that kind of boca boca you know so we did hear it then because i did sense we did hear it wow Mm -hmm. you heard his heavy breathing like you said it was it was like he was getting ready to jump off the high dive if you listen careful and then that
0: yeah that's eerie. Yo. That was that was very eerie, very disturbing.
2: Man, I, I'll bet you there are times where dispatchers wished that they had four arms and you know four sets of ears. Because I could be wrong, but I think in the background on the dispatchers' end, you can hear. Other people that are talking to her, like making sure that you know she keeps a line on on the priority and everything. Um, She could have been doing this all independent, but it sounded like I mean she was very she was just you know she was just cranking through this this process, getting dispatched. Uh, help on the way
0: and you know what is funny about this is that i took this almost uh empathetic or sympathetic tone when it came to came to mr sanchez here out of nowhere i found myself because he sounded scared right and he's the last person you, you call and for, to hear somebody kill themselves is a horrible thing but you quick, i was i was so quick to forget that he had just shown no mercy to his ex-girlfriend there and murdered her and murdered everybody in the house so a part of me is just like you know what yeah he was going to kill himself anyways, likely, right? But I'm not heartbroken over the fact that he did it. You'd like to see somebody have to pay, like somebody have to answer for what they've done and somebody learn that what they had done was unfair. What he did there was unfair.
2: Cowardice. Cow-
0: cowardly, yeah. And you'd like to hear them, you'd like to see them go through the process of recognizing that fact, which is why you'd want to keep, keep them alive there.
2: And a sense of redemption. I mean, we, in the moment, you hear all this happen and you're like, man, put that guy in a deep, dark hole. It was a whirlwind. I, it was yeah. You think about the the number of climax incidents right there on that call. Just that she calls, she's not saying much. You can tell that it's a very heightened situation. She's trying to get the address to to the dispatcher. Oh man! And then you hear the shots, and it's just like a chapter book. It just shifted to a new chapter. Yeah. And now she's like, e- somebody got shot. I got to get things going. And then he shows up on the call. It's yeah. like another chapter. So chapter three in like. 40 seconds of the call. Uh, So much is happening. So here's a little more detail. Please. So about 4 a.m., Sanchez came to that house and shot out the back door. He had been released. This is crazy. So I'll walk this back timeline-wise. He had been released at about 10 p.m. Monday from the Boulder County Jail, where he was booked on Sunday, the previous day on domestic violence related charges stemming from a saturday incident with beatrice mm. beatrice told the police that he physically assaulted her and kidnapped her after she met with him to discuss a repayment of some money that he that uh, that he had borrowed from her
0: <laughs> Borrowed from her yeah okay
2: yeah a- after that it happened police had warned her not to remain with her sister and brother-in-law since sanchez knew where she lived mm-hmm. She had been living with them ever since Thanksgiving when the whole thing went down and the big breakup happened. But they said, hey, it's not a good idea for you to return there. Also, this is important to know. She turned down an offer from the police for additional police protection. Hmm. Uh, But they did notify her when he was released on bond. Yeah. Six hours later, though. All four were shot dead.
0: This happened at four in the morning. You said too, around four in the yeah month. four a.m. What a terrifying! He time. was
2: released at ten. He was released at ten p.m. Yeah, and then he he basically collected his whatever he needed to to pull this off. Yeah, and he shows up and just goes goes to town.
0: How scary, man! Whole, just that was that was like a horror movie. Just these kind of guys, man. They're 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 everywhere, really, and you don't know. They don't even know what they're capable until they till they go for it, till they make that move. He sounded like even on the phone that he was surprised that he was even able to go through with it. Like he sounded like, oh, 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 oh. Like he wasn't like, yeah, deal. Like he wasn't, right, you know, uh, super hyped about it. He was just kind of, sounded shocked that it, he had even gone through with it. And what these guys, I don't want to act like I'm a psychiatrist or a psychologist, whatever you call it, therapist. A lot of them have abandonment issues and, and when somebody, somebody leaves them, it feels like it's actually the end of the world and uh, it's a very dangerous thing very dangerous thing a lot of guys out there are this way especially if you cheat on them that's a you're doubling down right there you've uh, taken away their self-respect through that and they they literally feel like the their world is over it's very immature mindset
2: so many abusers for being as violent as they are on one hand are so fragile yes. emotionally. On the other, their their insecurities are like a raging fire. Oh my god! And they're very hard to to mitigate, especially for the one being abused, because the only way to to avoid cracking that that thin veil of of security of, of the that the abuser has is to basically just remain docile, remain abused, remain confined. And remain disconnected from the rest of the resources around you that could protect you. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, most of them are really control freaks too. So, I mean, someone leaving them is the ultimate um, of them losing control. I heard Michael Jordan say something recently where he was like, uh, they were dominating. You know, they'd won like 20 games in a row and then they lost a game and he was so upset. And then they're like, why are you so upset about just losing one game? And he's like, because you can't give them any confidence. That's what dominance is all about. And, you know, with uh, domestic violence, issues like this, um, even just a woman talking to her friend about it and if the guy hears about it, he gets freaked out and will start making up lies about that friend of hers and tell her she's an idiot for hanging out with her and maybe even set that friend up in some way or get dirt on them to to discredit whatever they're trying to say to that person they're trying to keep underneath their control.
2: The normal person, the normal human being looks at the way that uh, controlling abuser sets up their life as it's diabolical it's 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 hard for us to wrap our head around the complexity that, the, and the speed at which they can construct these these confining yeah. restrictions on another person. I'm I'm listening to an audible audiobook on um, that's not an ad by the way that's not an ad for audible okay <laughs> I'm just listening to an audiobook audible.com. Audible wouldn't touch this. Yeah, they wouldn't. We're, we're too small. We're too award-winning for them. But, um, <laughs> but I digress. Um, I'm listening to an audiobook called Son of a Grifter. And uh, the, what you were just saying about the the, the abuser and the control, the, the mother, in this case, uh, they live in California, and she would go across the border and she would find destitute girls and bring them back as her maids. And at first it was enough just to bring them back and disconnect them from their country and their family and everything and, and pay them a nominal amount. And in some cases, if they were destitute enough, she would just by feeding them, they would stick around and take whatever abuse was coming. But after a while, that wasn't enough for her as the abuser, as the controller. So when they, when she would bring the maid to the house, she would take all of their clothes away and give them a couple made uniforms burn all of their stuff mm-hmm. and so it was like this mental costume that this 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 this, sh- this confinement in the form of a of a new uniform that that would contribute to just locking down this person as a as a as a kept Individual.
0: One more thing on this because I don't want to go on and on because I really could. I see it all the time and I've seen it develop into like a really bad situation. I'm probably not telling people anything they've never seen or, or heard about, but we've all had those friends, guy friends, girlfriends, mainly a guy friend who's in a relationship, and what they do is they're always putting down the girl, always calling her stupid openly and all that stuff. And if they're saying that kind of stuff, that uncomfortable crap around you openly you can bet that it's 10 times worse when you're not around and we see, you see it all the time and it's like ah, it's just the way they are it's like no that's the culture that 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 guy has created in that relationship to keep control of her and the reason why he's putting her down in front of other people is because he's maybe intimidated by the other guys who are around and he's, he's frustrated or he's he's doing that as a tactic to um, keep her mouth shut make her feel insecure it's a control thing, obviously. So I, I've, see, I've seen it my whole life with friends of mine and, and often I've missed the opportunity. Um, you know, recently I, I was in a situation like, like, just like that. Um, I think it's very important to look out for each other because you could say to yourself, well, she appears to be okay with it. Maybe she is an idiot. Like you could even think that. And, and we do these things. We overlook it because it's uncomfortable to, to confront it. Um, but that person who is being put down openly um, likely needs help. Likely needs your help. Because like I said, I guarantee you it's probably five times worse behind closed doors if they're doing it openly. And to their kids too. You see it when people, the way they treat their kids openly. We really got to look out for those people because um, they're they're being controlled by that guy normally. It's you, normally a guy. They're being controlled by that guy and they're too afraid. They they even brainwash them into sticking up for them because they want to get a positive reaction out of them because they're, they're they've they've learned to be afraid of them, right? So it's hard.
2: If if that abuser has a social environment where his family, you know, they've got friends, let's say, that abuser also does a number on the friends, this the social network that they're in. The social network, the outside network of people that are viewing this abusive relationship also understand that the abuser oftentimes makes them feel like, "Hey, man, I've got flaws, but you gotta, you gotta stick by me." You know, I, there's a sense of, uh, and I believe actually I'm editing one of the dark topics, and you mentioned betrayal, mm-hmm. and uh, the abuser uses betrayal as a control, as a cudgel or a prod for for people outside of those that he is directly abusing. You know, to control them, to keep them away yes. from getting their fingers in in the situation
0: yeah one of the I, I do mention on dark topic i'll say this quick i guess is that one of the most important things i learned for my own personal getting over things i've been through and all that not that i've been abused by my ex-boyfriend or anything like you you thought i was alluding to earlier but i was
2: about to send you a care package
0: <laughs> with cookies and coffee what has always happened to me is that um i try to look for the best in people and in doing so and in bad people And I I get to the heart of it, and I turn around. I realize I've been enveloped by all the other bad stuff. Now, 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 you know, it's hard for me to get out of that relationship when I see all all the bad stuff come up. I'm looking for the good in people, and I get sucked in, and before I know it, I'm having to fight my way back out. And and in doing so, in doing so, and trying to back away from people who I realize too late are harmful um, because of being naive or whatever I am. Um, I've often been accused of being the type who's, you know, you're giving up on me or you, you know, you're betraying me. You're turning on me. And something big that I realized, uh, and I talk about on a dark topic, like he said, is that you're not betraying them. They've betrayed you with the, the crappy behavior that is forcing you to feel like you need to back away they've betrayed you and that's very important to understand because i think a lot of people stick around they say you know well it's family you know oh you know well we're married and and i and i made this um this vow it's like okay well but when when you did make that vow or you didn't you didn't ask for any of this this wasn't if you hadn't known you would have got into it so they've betrayed you you're not betraying them by walking away they betrayed you by making you feel like you need to walk away
2: Power is the headline here. So the abuser over the abused has already weaved the web to ensnare that person and take away their power. To those around them that the abuser may consider as the abuser's friend, he or they would use words like betrayal or stand by me or see me through this or yes what they're doing is they're they're trying to recognize hey i don't have any control or power over you so what they do is they try to use guilt yes to 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 keep your power and ability to actually involve yourself and make that situation better they use guilt to diffuse you and and remove try to move you from the the equation
0: they play the victim Yes. And, and, and that they're victimizing you through playing the victim. It's the same as the betrayal thing I was talking about too. And, and once you, once you understand that, once you see that clearly, I think there are a lot of people out there that don't understand that. They just are good people who feel bad easily and they can be made to feel sorry for somebody very easily because they have a big heart. And that other person who's doing this to you knows that and they're manipulating that. They're using that against you by playing the victim themselves. So. Uh, We're not going to solve domestic violence today, but
2: yes, there is help. the 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 abused, the abused, a number has been done on their head. Um, While they are being abused, they are surviving. Mm -hmm. The human body, the human brain, us as humans we get rewired to survive in those situations. And it's very hard to understand from the outside in, but rewiring happens, so they survive. And then they are also survivors as they grow and develop out of that abused relationship, but it takes time and it takes resources and it takes effort. The hotline.org is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Mm -hmm. If you go to that website and you're looking at the information down in the right hand, lower right hand corner, there's a big purple box with the X in it. If you're doing research, let's say, and the abuser comes in the room or comes in the house and you're like, oh, no, it's in my history now. He could see. If you click that X. It wipes that page from your browsing history and redirects immediately to Google. There's no trace that you are on the website. Many of the domestic, uh, shelter, domestic violence information websites have this kind of a feature. So know that at least if you're worried about doing research, that there is that mechanism in place. Chats, chat, uh, is available. Phone calls on these websites in case you, you don't want to search history. Um, take advantage.
0: That feature, that feature al- alone shows you that they, you know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing because a, a lot of times in the past, I mean, f- well, in the eighties, whatever, what I what I saw was. <laughs> Everybody was kind of bumbling around with this stuff. Like the cops would show up and they would like talk to the, talk to the husband right in front of the wife and the kids. And and like, you know, they're asking if everybody's okay. They're like, oh yeah. They're not going to say it right in front of the guy, right? So this is all evolved on the side of uh, knowing how to, how to help people. And that's a good indication right there that they know what they're doing.
2: So if you don't know a resource locally, go to thehotline.org. And and you can find information, resources. Uh, If you can't get to the website and you want a phone number, it's 1-800-799-7233. And know that these people work with people like you all day long. And although I know you think that your situation is unique and that nobody can really help you get out of it, they deal with this every day. So anyway... There's a little bit of light.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and we don't want to be too preachy, but honestly, like you, re- if you are in that situation, you can't, you can get out of it. You just got to be smart about it. And you just got to, you got to make the move because he- he'll never stop.
2: That's right. They don't change. They won't change.
0: No, they won't change. No, they'll just adjust. They just adjust. They just, well, they cinch down harder. It gets worse. It gets worse.
2: So that was a, that was a pretty heavy call. Yeah. So I've got a nice happy ending to, to uh, help rub that one out. Okay,
0: I think you understand what happy me- happy ending means now by what you just said. Sure do.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. it's Just a you know pleasant experience. Right. Takes away the stress.
0: Yeah. You mean? You know, okay.
2: Get a good handle on the situation. <laughs> okay.
0: What do you got up for this happy ending?
2: We hit a couple climaxes on that one, and you know we're going to bring it down now. <laughs> right. To a lower climax. I'm just gonna go ahead and hit this one. It's pretty self explanatory, but I'll I'll give you a little backstory afterward. You ready for me to hit play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go.
3: Nine one one, do you need fire medical police? No, ma'am, I don't. I don't have an emergency two police officers just left my house just now Can I get the names, please? What's it this music turned down? He was the cutest cop I've seen in it in god knows how long. I just don't know his name. Doesn't <laughs> so come very often, a good looking man comes at your doorstep. Could you throw him back my way? Do you need them to come back there? Oh, I'd like that, yeah. Why do you need them to come back there? Oh, um, because I have an emergency. I'll think of something. He's cute. Uh, awesome. Would you throw him back, I think the partners. throw him back my way, would you? Okay, and what is the reason? Um, my dog. Just blame it on my dog. Your no, say dog. The, mu- the music was too loud. You need to talk about the, the noise complaint as well? Exactly. Hold on just a moment. Thank you. And who ends up having the, the loud noise? Oh, I, I guess I'm the one who had the loud noise. The officer has to come to my house. Just music, it work out to loud music. Okay, and ma'am, what what do you need the officer to do? I mean, is, do you have another noise complaint? I guess so. Okay, and who, where is the noise? Honey, from? I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? I just thought he was cute. I'm 45 years old, and I'd like to meet him again. But I don't know how to go about doing that without calling 911. I know this is not absolutely in a way, shape or form an emergency, but if you would give the officers my phone number that and ask them to come back, uh, other than I know they have terrible lots of things to do in Oloa, Um would you mind? I'll give them a message to call you. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. So... Jeez, Louise! If there's a waste of uh, emergency resources, it's this call for That's, sure.
0: That sounds like the beginning of uh, like a porn from the eighties.
2: Right, like you expected to hear, like, bounch, go wow, wow. Yeah. And then, like, hello, I'm the police officer that came earlier. Why did you want me to come back here? Why are your clothes off? Where does my pants go?
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, officer, it's so hot in here. Maybe you should call the fire department
2: as well. Well, that's a good idea, ma'am. Hold on one second. Wow, wow, wow. They show up. We were just washing the car, so please forgive the fact that we don't have our shirts on.
0: <laughs> right, and then a wildlife officer comes and shoots a net over her, and she's like, uh, "Oh, this 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 coog, this, coog, this coog is in the mood.
2: This coog is ready for the deeds." <laughs> what? <laughs> well, is there more to this call? Or is- uh, that call should have been cut short a long time ago. But that, that was it. Here's some information. So, Lorna, <laughs> Lorna Jean Dudash. She had a noise complaint called on her by a neighbor. The deputy sent a check on the complaint, knocked on her door, and then left. Doodash then called 911, asking that the cutie pie deputy return. You can hear her saying on the call, he's the cutest cop I've seen in a long time. I just want to know his name.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. What was the noise complaint for? Was she howling at the moon?
2: <laughs> I think it was music. She was probably playing like White Snake too loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. guessing. Something like that, you know. Something badass. Hot-blooded. Yeah, hot-blooded. Her boyfriend had just left in his Trans Am, IROC-Z. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm for I'm for-clamped. I don't have a man around. I'm turning on hot-blooded.
0: <laughs> the operator sounds like she... She gets it. I think she almost gets it immediately, but she has to make sure. It's almost, she can't believe her ears. Really, she gives her like a chances. Yes,
2: yeah, she does. She kind of sets her up a little. Like, like, are you really serious? And Lorna, mm-hmm. be she just seems dim enough that she she kind of feels like, oh, I've got a sister on the phone. Yes, yeah, sister, hook me up. You know, give me his name. You know, like, like that's the reality or something like that.
0: Yeah, like let's let's cut to the chase, honey. He's hot. Yeah,
2: let's cut to the chase. I'm calling plentyofcops.com. <laughs>
0: right. You know what this is. I'm 45 years old. She said she's 45 years old at some point. It's like, okay, well,
2: do you have the year on that? The uh, the Hey, Karen, what year did this call take place? It sounds like 84.
3: Dudash called 911 dispatch back in 2006.
2: There we go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So anyway, the deputy, guess what? He did return. He went back. Oh. He went back, confirmed that there was no emergency, which is smart. You think about it, like the pizza order, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, how do I get the cop back without letting, you know, the scary person in my house know? So he went back. He confirmed that there was no emergency. And then he arrested her for misusing the 911 system.
0: She was just spinning it, spinning on the front doorknob
2: when he showed up. Hot it. Yeah, she was ready. She was ready to go. So I didn't know this, but misusing the 911 system can carry a fine of like several thousand dollars and even up to a year in jail. I'm guessing that that's probably more like, you know, uh, really complex misuse of 911, not necessarily calling like it's a dating line. But she did have to do community service. She had to do community service for this.
0: Where? Had a massage parlor given happy endings?
2: She called hoping that she would be able to use her community cervix and ended up doing community service
0: <laughs> that's ironic oh. it's ironic yeah okay can we go now
2: yeah This just uh you know all right. cougars all over the place mm. Cougars and shooters
0: <laughs> okay all right well
2: we're, we're done we're done you can uh, you can-
0: man she just sounded so hot and heavy
2: you know. Like, <laughs> she did. She probably, she could have been really heavy. Is that, were you talking about her weight there? <laughs> no, or I wasn't. was the time of year? I don't think she,
0: you ever see Edward Scissorhands and like that, that girl who's who's into uh, Edward Scissorhands? Yes. Like that, yes. you know, like, I don't know. Very done up. Yeah, like leopard print. Uh, pants mm-hmm. and big... Weird- Where's the little the little tiny scarf around in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That type. That's what I picture. And then he shows up... He's always and, dropping something. Yeah, like lemonade all over her breasts. And then...
2: Oh, look at me. I dropped whipped cream all over my crotch.
0: <laughs> I just, I wish there was a body cam on, on the cop and we could have seen the way that she um, greeted him at the door the second time around. I wonder if she got all you know... Hot blooded. She
2: could. Hot blooded was probably playing again. Really loud. The neighbors were like, "Come on, somebody arrest this lady!" Right. Who cares if she's got fashionable nipples? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. that's yeah. We're good. I think yeah. we're good though. All right, everyone. <laughs> Hugs. The nine one one calls podcast is an eleven fifty nine media production. Hosted by the Operator and his junior assistant to the Operator, Mr. Luna. Produced by the Operator and supported by friends like you. Help us keep the lights on by supporting us on Patreon, gossiping about the show, and throwing us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until the next call, hugs.